it's time to feel the rage welcome to film rage where we talk movies in theaters streaming and classic films as well directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage my name is bryce and i'm part of the film rage crew which also includes jim hey there jim hey hey bryce and murray who may or may not like pina coladas but i'm sure he does not like getting caught in the rain hey there merman yo so with the introductions out of the way let's rage on well, well, well. Thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, and share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform, or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And you know what? We'll probably watch it. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our fabulous sponsor. Hey Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. And yes, there was a Liam Neeson movie playing. In case anybody was case wondering. anybody was wondering. That's right. OMN, baby. Old man. Bruce, 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 I mean, Bryce You're is up, getting Bruce. into it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we saw one movie at the cinema, and yes, it was a Liam Neeson movie. The name of the movie was mm. Memory. It's hard to forget. It is. Memory is the best action movie Liam Neeson has made in years. Keep in mind, that is a very... <laughs> very low bar the concept of this film is actually pretty good it's got a pretty good launching point we have an aging hitman who is considering retirement as he is suffering from the early onset of alzheimer's that could be interesting yes he reaches his moral limits when he is to execute a child there are depraved rich folks and cover-ups and more than a few things to like about this But instead of focusing on the man who is coping with illness, we instead get elaborate action sequences that completely eclipse the more interesting character study that this film could have been. The silly action is just that, and I will not rehash the dumbness, but it's no different than anything Neeson has been doing as of late. Guy Pierce shows up as an HBI agent, HBI, FBI agent. And he's an HB. And UFO expert. And an UFO expert. (laughs) And uh, he is fine, but ultimately I'm just sort of depressed that this is the type of stuff he is doing these days. He and Neeson should be doing better films than this. As I mentioned, this is better than most of Neeson's films of late, with its slightly higher concept 
and an actual interesting main character, but it is still too dumb to recommend to anyone. It is still a rage. Ah, poor Liam Neeson. I feel kind of bad for the guy because he lost his memory. Right? Sure. At least that's what we're supposed to think. Yes. I thought it was great to see Liam getting some better actors to be in his schlocky geriatric action films. Did Guy, you not feel sorry for the actors? <laughs> I did kind of feel sorry for them. Guy Pierce, in my opinion, was great with what he could do in this story. So that's also a good thing. And having him play a fallible character was also good to see. Also, because normally they make him out to be some kind of superhero, which most of the times it is far from it. So... You know, I'm thankful for those things. But this, again, is a typical Liam Neeson film where he is either a killer with a heart or a killer who is redeemed or a killer who's a good guy or a killer who's in the CIA, FBI, Special Ops, MI6, Green Beret or Rob Roy or Obi-Wan's father or his lover. And uh, whatever, uh, you know, he's... That that would be his master, not his father. (laughs) Or his lover, whatever. His his father figure, whatever. It's it's the same thing. He's a killer. So, um, yeah. And uh, so this was not any different. This was probably, as Bryce had already alluded to, the least annoying old man Neeson movie that he's made in a long, long time. It really was. Yeah. And... Also, to Bryce's point, actually, I was really thinking this could have been really good. There were some parts in this that it was actually... It could have the been. The story really started to develop. He's an interesting guy. It is, but like everything that Neeson... like, It's like they wanted to show that he had Alzheimer's, but they never really showed much of it. Exactly. It's like they put a little tiny piece in it, and then it's like, oh, I'm writing stuff on my arm, so I must have Alzheimer's. Could have been such a good character. And, but yeah, it, it was... You know, as I am all about character, this was far from any character development in any character. I know. It was it was traditional Liam Neeson with a little bit of tweak, but it's still a rage because it's a Liam Neeson movie. Murray, what'd you think of your boy, old man Neeson? Well, for me, Liam Neeson movies started Nate. So. And worked their way up. Yeah, most of the time. Uh, a hitman with Alzheimer's? Genius. I know, right? Genius. It's like we all agree yeah, with that. It's like you kill somebody, but then you don't know where who you are or what the hell you're doing all of a sudden. You just wake up in a pool of blood. Or with a hooker that or you didn't hooker have to that pay you, for. That you didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had some definite uh, moments of vulnerability in the movie that made you feel for the guy despite the fact that he killed people for a living. And yeah, like you said, he had, uh, you know, there was a line he wouldn't cross. He doesn't ever kill children, which I I guess it's a good thing if you're a hitman. Uh, Yeah, lots of good action scenes. Uh, There are a few hard to believe moments. (laughs) Like, (laughs) well, it is an old man Neeson movie. Like the fact that he did get shot and then he just keeps going. Yeah. Like he should have just crumpled and died right there. But But he's Liam Neeson. He still storms the fortress full of like. Texas Rangers and cops. Yep. But no, I found it really enjoyable. I actually liked it. I'm not going to give it a Mondo. Yeah, well, I almost did just because of you two. But, <laughs> but no, it's 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 a uh, almost high meh for me. Okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, I love the part. The my I may be mixing this up with 
because I saw the same night I watched the one we're going to talk about later, you know, Richard Harrison, but just, just him shooting at stuff and no one hits him. It's like, what? Like, it's just, I'm so tired of those kind of action. Every every action movie. I didn't understand that bathroom scene where he throws the guy into the toilet and the toilet must've been made out of like plastic plastic because it just flips over. Like what was going on? (laughs) You get thrown into a toilet. You just break some bones. The the toilet doesn't go flipping on it. It It was made out of really, really, really hard fiberglass. It was stupid. It was so expensive. It was a fiberglass toilet. Yeah. Okay. I've got written down here. Picture. What does that mean? Picture. I wrote down pictures. There's something about a picture in it that I would want to talk about it. Oh, Hmm. I don't Maybe. know. I, I just wrote it down because uh, it entered my head, but now it's gone. And now it's I gone. think I might have early set on. Uh, you might have I don't know how your mind thinks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's you that has Alzheimer's. You can also too. think of this movie as a, oh, ge- as a geriatric memento. I, I, I know what picture means. Okay. It's a Cheryl Crow song? <laughs> okay. So he says that he doesn't kill children, but he saw a picture of her. Long before, yes, exactly. so why didn't that come up then? Yes. Because he didn't realize how young she was. She uh, well, her picture uh, kind of shows. No, but she looked older. No, she looked. She might, she, might be. She looked fourteen uh, instead. No, she might be. Looked. She looked maybe still, seventeen but, or eighteen. I mean, where does he draw the line at children? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I want to look at their ID first. Yeah. Are they twenty so one? Show me your ID. Yeah, I'm seventeen. Uh, uh, you're not I'm enough. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also the, the the fact that she was an abused sex worker at the age of thirteen. I mean, yeah, that that may have changed his mind too. But maybe I don't maybe. think he really knew though. I think he forgot who he was. Anyway, that's yeah, possible. I, I I also love the fact he was in the hospital where he should have been dead, I, and yet he was able to get back. He also should have. I, I thought he I was watching Halloween. Had, actually. The launching he point. He should have been to the bed too. The launching point of this pointed towards this beat. Like when it started, I'm like, this might be a good movie. And then I was a little confused when they flipped over to the FBI stuff. And I'm like, okay, what's going on now? Is it a little and I was actually, movie? And I was exactly, I was like a little intrigued. How is this going to tie together? And then the stupid started and it didn't stop. And I'm so disappointed because it could have been good. Yeah. And apparently it's actually based on an, another movie, oh. which I'd like to see the original. Yeah, I can't. It was. I think it's a, is, is it a French a, film? It might be. I'm, I'm not sure. It sounds like a French plot. So now I kind of want to find. But yeah, out. I kind of want to watch it because I have a feeling it's probably really good. Because <laughs> they probably I, did the it. The base right. story is good, but you it know, just goes, you know what goes it, off in all sorts of. Crazy I got it. I got to hand it. I don't know to somebody. I'm not sure who I'm going to hand it to, but. This was actually really was a much better Liam Neeson movie. Oh, like, the thing is, it is so much better than any Liam Neeson movie I've watched in so long, yet it's still a rage. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I have to agree, unfortunately. Sorry, Murr. You're o- O-M- O-M-L-N-E Nielsen Neeson. I'm just surprised you guys went to it. Well, you know what? As, uh, Bryce, as Bryce said last week. We're not film mondo. We're film rage. No. Uh, it is a remake of a 2003 Belgian film. Oh, I bet they the probably m- speak French. Memory of a Killer. Yes. Ah, well, so, let's all let's all jump in yeah. bed with that film. Yeah, let's see we did. All right. Well, you know it's unfortunate. Well, maybe it's actually kind of fortunate that we didn't get a lot of movies in cinema. 
last week well, because we, we, we were busy. We were busy with Calgary Underground Film Fest. Yes. Which uh, you can find at calgaryundergroundfilm.org. That's exactly where you can find them. That's awesome. So we're going to, this is, I guess, our second episode of our Calgary Underground Film Fest, or CUF, is there, uh, yeah, so... Sort of our wrap-up. Yeah, our wrap-up in our final second, five. Second half, top five. Yeah. Do you want to take turns on it, or merge you? Did you see anything this last go-around? I saw four films. I talked about two of them already. Oh, okay. Well, talk about the other two. Well, well. Are they, were they ones that you liked, though? So if you didn't uh, like them, don't well, talk about them. I didn't rage about them. Okay, well, then let's have it. I liked, you... the, liked them better than the other two that I watched. Okay, well, well what'd you see? That's good. Uh, well, you already say? talked about the other two, so you might as yeah, well talk well, about these two. Well, I mean, uh, we did, I did watch uh, the, uh, the secret screening, which... I was one of few who knew what the movie was. Oh, secret, secret. So, it was a secret. Because you were playing it. Emily, Emily the Criminal. The criminal. With Aub- Aubrey? Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. And basically nobody else I know in is in it. Uh, yeah, it was good. It had some good moments. Um, wasn't crazy about the ending, the way it ended. But uh, I yeah, no, it. she was good in it. Like, it was an uh, interesting character. I mean, she's basically an ex-con trying to make a go of it and she gets pulled into this credit card scam thing and then falls in love with a guy who's basically her boss and yep that never happens then, at work then dangerous shit starts to happen and like yeah shit happens shit happens I, I have to admit like I love Aubrey Plaza. Like I've always loved her. She I love her quirkiness. Quirky this she, was the least did, quirky film she's yeah, ever no, made. She took her acting to another level. She, well, she did that in Black Bear too. Not as not like yeah this. she did because she, she, she did but she not even, like this. she even directed but but this was a this was not Aubrey Plaza that we know no and I thought she did an outstanding job now Murray what would you have rated uh, Emily the Criminal Matt uh, yeah I was definitely a Matt yep. it wasn't quite a Mondo I okay. mean like I said I wasn't crazy about the ending okay I I um, actually it didn't make my top five yeah, but well, I also I would have given it a Matt so yep. Because uh, I was working for most of it. You work hard for your money. Uh, you work hard for it, And the last one was, of course, our closing night uh, film, which I actually was not working. Well, I was volunteering, but uh, Marcel the Shell with the shoes, shoes on. on. Yes. Which is more intriguing than the actual movie. Uh, uh, yeah, it's based on these, what, three, four-minute shorts that they did a while back of this one-inch, I don't know, seashell. I don't know what the hell he is. Yeah. Who talks, shell. and he has shoes. Yeah. And he you know, bums around this house, which apparently nobody lives in. Uh, and he has all kinds of gadgets set up to like make his life easier and stuff. And As a shell. But he's yeah. looking for his family. It's good stuff. Uh, and the guy's making a documentary on him who basically helps him with stuff. And I love One it. One thing really bugged me. Nothing bugged How me. the hell does he turn the TV on? What do you mean? He, he jumps on the, the button. On. There's a power inch. button. He pushes the power button on that remote like control. When, when his... Adults, he can shake human. a tree and, and get fruit from it. He can yeah. do anything. And again, he's one inch he's tall. He's resourceful. He can press. He just pressed uh, the on button on his controller. Yeah, I don't know about that. He, I don't think he's watching Plus Blu-ray. The, it, well, we know have, it might be voice activated. He'd he'd, he'd sure. have we trouble. No, it's Siri. Anyway, he that, turns it on that, with Siri. That, the, yeah, his his capabilities kind Siri of bug me a little bit. Siri turned on the TV. He's still a one inch shell with no basically no arms. Yes, so whatever. Uh, no, he does I, a lot with his mouth, I think. He does a lot with everything. It was very resourceful. It was cute for like 20 minutes. Okay. For like but, an hour and 28 I mean, I minutes. No, I got yeah, I got a little little tired of it and then at the at the end I just it was like what the hell? 
Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, the, the 60 Minutes segment was kind of interesting. I mean, in fact, they actually got Leslie Stahl and <laughs> the whole crew to do <laughs> To get on board? And I'm assuming most of the other so clips were probably from the old days when the YouTube videos first started popping up. Like so Conan O'Brien, all those so guys. But, good. But yeah, yeah. So obviously it has some Conan O'Brien's kind of, a whore. He'll do anything for true. money. So obviously it has some kind of you know funding that's and backing behind like it. Him. but And yeah, it hasn't come out yet. So mm, there you go. That's your deal. Go it, see it. It, it, will, uh, it is going to get a widespread release. It though. is. Yeah, it is. I think it's coming out in the next week, actually. Uh, so so what would you give it, Mer? Definitely a meh. Yeah. I would almost mimic everything Murray said. It was a meh for me. I didn't love it. I... I found I liked it for about 20 minutes, and then the concept got tiresome for I me. I liked it for about 20 minutes, and then I liked it for the next 20, and then the next 20, I really, really liked it, and then oh, the next 20, I really, really, really liked it, Aww. and then I just liked it again at the end, but the sum of all its parts was me just... really, 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 really liking it. Mm. And I but just I, we got will tired be, after we'll be talking. Minutes. We'll be talking about it one more time later. Because oh, good. I'm positive we're not going to be talking about it with your top five. What say you, Jim? You can 100% guarantee that. <laughs> that I will not be talking about it on my top five. We will We will talk about it briefly with me. Ah, uh, that's so sweet. I'm so, I'm so loving it mm-hmm. that you loved it so much. I really did. And mine are not in any particular order because... Um, mine are in order. Do you want to take turns on ones? Not Let's really. do that. What? Let's just do it. Let's take turns. So I don't do all of mine. I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one, you do one. Why are you throwing me curveballs? Ah, because that's my job. That's my job, to throw curveballs. All right. I wish I was a pitcher. We're going to end up talking about the same film back-to-back probably at the end. Uh, Well, then we can both talk about it. If I say mine, then you say it. And then you can say what your number is. Okay, so my first one I'm going to talk about... But it's all going to be confusing because yours is no particular order. Mine are in order. Well, this would be my top of the final do you want me to go not that one first i want you to save your favorite movie for last okay so um the one that's not my favorite yes was the short package hideous haunts yeah, I watched it. What, did you? Of, I saw parts of it. Awesome. Well, that's great. So I'm just going to quickly run down with a one sentence on each one oh and give God. it a quick review. There's like 10 movies in it. Yeah, there's lots. So okay, I'm going to talk go. fast. Uh, drip by drip. Never trust anyone who is way too calm while a dripping faucet is going on. It yeah, was a man. It was a man. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Night Bus, animated bus ride to hell with sweet monkey revenge. This short was monkey killing good. No, no, no. Wait a minute. It was was motherfucking monkey killing Mondo good. It was monkey, 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 Mondo. I loved this short more than probably any short I've ever seen in my life. It was so I good. Fucking loved I fucking love I did watch it Night twice. Bus. I yes. went back and watched As did it. Again. I. <laughs> it was so I, good. I really, really loved yeah. Night Bus. Oh that monkey man. It was so good. <laughs> you guys just have to see Night Bus. It's that good. It is. Alright. The other one was in next was In the Mountains. Animated black and white sketch style animation. Ultra violent and a fun little alien troll adventure. It was meh. meh. All right. Well, see, we're batting a thousand on this one. Uh, the dead, the dead collectors. The future is not friendly and a little messy, especially the brain matter. Meh. Tough job, but someone has to do it. I actually really like this one. It was a mondo for it me. It was meh. All right. Uh, NQR. 
Subways are gross, and so are the people that ride them. It was meh. It was meh. All right. Uh, in the shadows. I don't know why I'm giving my ratings, but... Well, why not? It's, it's good, and you're getting it out there. Um, in the shadows. Creepy as fuck. I normally don't get creeped out, but this was awesome. Creepy sounds, creepy people, creepy creatures, and everything in between was creepy. I loved it. It was Mondo. Yeah, it was meh. No, it was, it was probably the creepiest short I've ever seen. It was that creepy. Uh, the Last Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas, Santa. And yes, CLFs are exactly that. Creepy little fuckers. It was Mondo. Meh. All right. Smile. You're gross. Uh, it was Mondo. Meh. All right. Uh, while mortals sleep, baby Toxie, mommy and daddy, and Susan. Toxie is a green eye with a vagina for a mouth. Oh, yeah. Huh. With all that, you'd think it might be awesome. But no, it was meh. Why it should have been, right? Right. It was meh. <laughs> it was meh. <laughs> now, this one... Actually, I previewed this. Actually, I previewed a few of them. But this one in particular called Teratoma. Sex is gross. So wear a condom all over everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Yeah. It is it, summing up in two words. Mm. Ew. And Mondo. This was the sexiest sexy grossness I've ever seen in my life. It was fabulous. It was something to see. It was heart-wrenchingly disgusting. It was mad. It was... You're, you're mental. You're mental. That's all I have to say. All right. So that was my... That's in my top five of the films I saw, which was a shorts package. All right. You're you, just next. Want, you just wanted to talk more, so you had to throw in 10 No, because I, I wanted to make sure all the things well, I gave are, are your, mostly are Mondo. The, are, the next, are the next five going to be like two no. more of the shorts packages no. so we can hear you talk for like a half an hour? Yes. Uh, the other... No, I only picked the one shorts package. All right. I picked because I wanted all my top five to be Mondo's. Yes. And so I didn't I didn't have another movie that made Mondo, so it had I had to yeah, just go to the shorts package. Just to interrupt you for a second, unlike last week, mm-hmm. all five of mine would be Mondo. There you go. Which this film fest no, ended last good. last week you gave a Matt out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unlike oh, last week. Oh, so this week it this is week, gonna be all oh, Mondo. There last you go. week my fir- my five and my four. We're both mad. Gotcha. There you go. All right. What's number five then for you? Oh, yeah. I'm going, aren't I? Yeah, you are. I forgot. We've got the new format that That's you just sprung on surprise. me. Surprise. All right. My number five movie from Cuff was A Night of Knowing Nothing. Uh, right. Such a poetic and haunting experience. This film is a love letter to film and creativity. It shines a light on the fact that there is much that we take for granted that others have to fight for. It was Mondo. Right. I would have gave it a man. You'd be wrong. Uh, I would be my opinion. And it was right. It was incorrect. <laughs> you need to watch it again. <laughs> no, I watched it twice because I previewed it. <laughs> so good. All right. I'm going to give you another one. Yes. Lucifer. Oh, really? Visually right. brilliant and as fucked up as it comes, the Swiss family Robinson family of the Alps have some messed up lifestyle choices, but I guess you live alone in the mountains too long and you never know what you're going to come about. With heavy religious overtones and a sound mix, which included squawking eagles, organ tones, helicopters, and chainsaws, acting was brilliant. And I know it's not German, but Austria has its own version of an Austrian sex party. And I'm glad that I was invited to this mountaintop. Mm. Climb every mountain, ford every stream, Follow every rainbow until you find 
your dream. And my dream is seeing this movie again. They can exercise the devil, but this devilishly fascinating film was Mondo. I didn't see it. It was a it, it was a victim of my schedule. I just victim of schedule stance. Get it in. It it is a movie that should not be missed, and I have a feeling you would have thought it was Mondo. So if it comes to cinemas, I will see it again. All right. Uh, my number four is Emily the Criminal. Oh. Aubrey Plaza shines in this tightly written, tension filled thriller that separates itself from the others in the genre. Writer-director John Patton Ford introduced us to a section of L.A.'s crime underworld to great effectiveness. I thought Aubrey Plaza was, this was a standout performance. I love the pace of this movie. The, the tension that was built, I thought was tremendous. I loved it. Cool. Mondo. I, uh, my biggest problem with this movie is I couldn't get past... I had a bracism during the movie, and then something happens in the movie, and I'm just I can't I can't get my head around liking the rest of the movie because this one part that started a uh, I want to say a snowball rolling downhill of me getting irritated at the fact that the the whole I don't want to go into too much detail, but I didn't I loved kind of a, a lot of the things that you're saying I just didn't find a lot of it believable so i couldn't get past it so that's why i didn't love it as much but aubrey plaza top thing i've ever seen her in ever Mm. ever all right my turn the civil dead did you get to see that one i did awesome it's not parts of it it didn't look very interesting to me i loved it Really? Yep. These are the types of comedies that I like. Super dry and completely random events where you don't have a clue what's going to happen. So much going on, but nothing is really spoken or deeply explained. Random acts of ghosting, slacker con man, and what seems to be a buddy ghost, I see dead people film, which kind of ends in what may be predicted, but in a fitting end to the comedic horror, buddy ghastly, ghostly adventure to Slackerville. I'm still thinking about it days after seeing it. So it makes it a mondo. There you go. Yeah, it was six cents with a stoner slacker, basically. Not, it was a comedy. Not at all. <laughs> uh, my number three. Wait, what did you give that? Well, I'll get to that. My oh. number three <laughs> is The Civil Dead. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this. I'll make mine short because, you know, Jim likes to ramble on and we've already talked about it. (laughs) Number three, The Civil Dead. It is a dark comedy that gets darker as it goes along. I laughed a lot in this story of a man who doesn't see dead people. He says he sees dead person. Yes, he sees dead person. Person? Well, we don't really know, actually, because that was a bit of a mystery. Well, we did. They did a little test there. Yeah. yeah, Can you you see him? him? I know. But that was like, it was. This was so much fun, this movie. I did enjoy it. It it was, yeah. The ending was so perfect. You knew it was happening. You knew it was happening. Yeah. But. The ending was awesome. Yeah. Okay, so. Loved it. Okay. So far, I'm a little surprised. Okay. By what? I don't know. We're starting to like some movies the same. What the oh, hell's going on? Oh, that's, about, right. that's about to change with my number two, I guarantee it. But what's yours? Well, My number two? Yes. Straighten up and fly right. All right. We got the same number one. <laughs> well, that wasn't going to be a surprise. I believe that won the top prize, too. Yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, the ones from our top from last week, I think, also won a prize. Yep. So, Straighten Up, Fry Right, a true New York-style film by actor, writer, director, Kristen Ab- Abate, or Abate. Uh, this film is full of heart and angst and anger, 
at the world by our lead who lives a world hunched over and feels she's disabled. And because of this, it causes her all kinds of troubles. Although finding true friends that understand her brings her to a place of finding accepting herself and others. Great thought-provoking film. I loved it. It's Mondo. I liked it a lot. All right. It, it was a high mess, and but she was tremendous. Oh, she was. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know, actually, it was funny because I was watching it with my brother-in-law, and he's like, "Is she actually really disabled?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but she's acting the shit out of this." Yeah. And um, actually, it was funny because I watched it with three people, which, uh, and everybody who watched it really loved it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. That's not surprising. Yeah, not it's surprising good. At all. It is good, it, and it's a little low. It's very low budget feel to this film, so you know they made it on a sh- shoestring budget. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I love this movie, and I don't normally like these kind of movies, but I really like that one. My number two is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Jenny Slate voices Marcel, a seashell whose observations of life are poignant and charming. I was either laughing or smiling for the entire length of the film. This is a must-see, but only if you enjoy having fun. I also enjoy having fun, but not that kind of fun. I didn't realize that Bryce liked having fun. Uh, This is the first time I've heard of it. I loved Marcel the Shell. Yeah, you know what? I love 20 minutes of it. I can see how. I also love 20 minutes of it, but I also <laughs> like the next 20 minutes and the next 20 minutes and the next yeah. 20 minutes and the next 10. See, I, I can this, see how eight year olds will love this. Yeah, so so this is what I find kind of funny is because Bryce does spend a lot of time watching kids' cartoons. On, does he? Yes, online. No, I don't. Yes, you do. What do I, what do I want? Well, I thought he doesn't watch TV. <laughs> You're kind of forced to. <laughs> I don't know. Whether he likes it or not. It's, it's quality time. But didn't him. you just tell me like the other month you watched the entire Bullwinkle series? That's not a kid's cartoon. That's Rocky about the and most Bullwinkle? Ma- that's one of the most mature <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah. is mature. Okay. Yeah, have you watched it? Yeah. I think yeah. you need to I grew, watch the series. I grew up from watching the start. it. When I when I was six, I absolutely loved it. Those, I, those, I, those episodes from the sixties and there there are some that are so dark you you won't even believe it. You'll go, Are you kidding? Did, did they just say that? It's awesome. <laughs> All right. If you were to yeah. sh- that show could not be shown today and shown to like they would they would cancel it. They'd Dude, say, cancel No, it's, it. I'm sorry, kids can't watch this. It is totally an adult program. Okay. We'll believe him, folks. Okay. It is so good. We yeah, want to get a combined list yeah. of all his animated yeah. shows that are adult appropriate. Adult appropriate? <laughs> Absolutely. And Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is one of them. So yes, it, it is, is age appropriate. It, yeah, I mean, That's any good. kid could watch that too. Yeah. In but fact, I think someone brought their kid to the show and they oh, were there. There was tons it. of kids there. Yeah. Tons of kids there. Kids at heart, like Bryce. Yeah. All right. What's your number one? Uh, it's not a surprise. What a shock this is going to be. Ah, life on the farm. That's mine too. <laughs> mine three. Uh, yeah, this amazing documentary about a quirky farmer and his life on a farm is funny, heartwarming, and fantastic. Ha ha ha! The doc is the best thing ha, ever ha. made by anyone ever. And now I don't want to do anything in my life but see this original film by Charles Carson, where he educates us informs us, entertains us, and lets us hang out with his dead mom and dad on the farm. That's life on the farm. Yes. And it's also a Mondo. It is so Mondo. 
I want, I want, like, there should be, like, a box set with, like, every Oh, if they could find it. Yeah, if they could find every movie he made. Because he he gave, like, different versions to customized versions in the town it was it's crazy. imagine just imagine though that that you had a small town of like VCR, 400 people with a vcr and just cut, yeah. like how why how much time did he spend oh, on man. that like when he wasn't farming he was in front of a vcr camera so yes my number one of the festival is a life on the farm take a trip to kumen farm with your host charles carson he has something to show you This is the most enjoyable (laughs) film of the festival. I watched it twice, and it was just as entertaining the second time. Charles Carson is a character who will invite you in and leave you wanting to know more about this English farmer. I loved this, Docs. Yeah. Super uh, Mondo. You know know what is... I I have to see one of his movies now. Like, I just have to. Yeah. (laughs) And when we finally find it, because I think Brennan's going to help us out. Nice. Um... We have to watch it together because it, it just won't feel the same yeah. without and, you. All right. So it was a pretty successful cuff. It was. There was lots of stuff that I am glad we saw. In a lot that we saw in cinemas, yes. which made it even better. It Always did. makes it better. Always makes it better. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. You guys are too mellow to be raging this week. Yeah, we should never. Yeah, we, we should we never have almost, done. We were almost singing "Kumbaya" at the end of that. Well, the holding hands wasn't quite enough. I think there should have been hugging. Yeah, well, COVID still sweet, thing. sweet, sweet hugging. So, uh, still Putin, but on top of Putin, we can spread a thin layer of why Liam Neeson has not officially dropped off the face of the earth. Because he did make a he did comment that he's he's retiring from action films. Yeah, but he's Which, only seventy. He has oh, lots yeah. of life left in him. Yeah, he could be making dramas. Like he could be in exactly. He could do he could do dramas which he was originally cut out to do. I don't think he was cut out to be an action horror hero. Horror, I, don't horror. I don't know how that it happened. I wish he wouldn't have been cast in that first stupid freaking Taken movie. Uh, I think that was the one. It. I think that's the one that started loved the ridiculousness. It. Yes. Yeah, because although, you know what? I know you didn't love it, but I actually liked him in Rob Roy. Yeah, but that's that's a period. No, I know, but but that, but that was that's an action what, film. That's not what started this whole ridiculousness. Taken started this ridiculousness. I think he did more before that. I think there's more before there's that. There's nothing before that that's the stupid that those movies as are. Stu- as stupid? No, the stupid. The stupid? When did the first Taken come out? Uh, Anybody remember? I don't know. Seems like he's been making bad movies for thirty years. Yeah, it's, so it's probably it like does kind of. It does kind of. Well, so Taken Three was in two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. and it's probably around two two thousand five. Taken guess. Two was in two thousand and twelve. Twelve. No, no. Oh, you remember he made the gray? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. The A Team. He was in the A Team too. A-team. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where. It, Taken. There we go. Two thousand and eight. Okay, now do you see any stupid, ridiculously stupid action movies before, before that? Yeah, there's one called Seraphim Falls. Okay, that's not. 
uh, he was in Batman Begins the video game, but he was also in Batman, also Begins, Batman Begins, which was not. Once again, <laughs> it's you're true. Not, you're not. What are you talking about? Stop talking. I he asked you a specific question. He was love and you're actually. Giving me stupid answers. I was just going through them to see. Oh, for crying out loud! You're just right. Answer my. I think. Take I think you're right. Started it. I know I'm right. You did the homework. I didn't do any homework. I just remember that from taking on, it's been ridiculous, dumb, frickin' action garbage. Yep. Which he got paid a lot of money for. I, for some reason, you gauge how much someone gets paid for as to no. how good something is. And what that, I'm they are not related. Is an actor has to work. And if that's the only thing that they're casting him in, he'll do them. Well, you yeah, have, but he, you if he came out pride. of. He came out of um, Batman. He came out of Batman, and he was in he was in the whole Star Wars thing. That he was. Well, in the so you think one. he would have had some higher picks of value, <sighs> right? You would I think. like him. Yeah, I like him when he was acting I, good. I have never met him, but I'm sure he's a very nice man. He does seem kind of sure nice. Is. But yeah. So anyway, back to my original rage. Yeah. Liam Neeson just retire now. There you go. But he won't. Liam Neeson is my rage. There is a rumor that he will stop doing action movies, but I see no sign of this. He has titles that are upcoming, such as Retribution, mm -hmm. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, mm -hmm. The Revenger. The Revenger sounds like an action film. And do not forget that we have a Cold Pursuit sequel to look forward to. Oh, kill me now. Other than Murray, who's looking forward to any of these? Is there really an audience for this garbage? Anyway... Here's hoping after the last round of upcoming action films that Liam Neeson indeed ceases to make any more. That's so, my rage. So let me just count up the number. And you can tell by the titles that these are action films. As you mentioned, Cold Pursuit, the, the uh, sequel project. Yeah. Narco Sub. Narco Sub. Suspension. Yeah. The Revenger. Yeah. The Trainer. Yeah. So these are all in development. And the ones in production are Charlie Johnson in The Flames. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, yeah. Marlowe, and Retribution. So that's nine films. He says he's retiring after this set of films he's done. So he's going to do nine more films, Bryce. Yeah, and like the we're gonna, so we're going to get like a an, a barrage of like just like the last year of Liam Neeson. Like every two months, they're going to go boom, boom. It's going to be a gonna competition. Drop every two months, and it's just insane. It's a competition between Liam Neeson movies and MCU films. That's my prediction. Ah. It's like, which one will we get more frequently? And will all of them make 10% of what one of the MCU movies makes? <laughs> will all of them add it up together? That's make, what I'm saying. Yeah, as much all as... All added the, up together won't at, make 10%. As our friend Jared Leto's film. Maybe. Maybe not. It'll be close. <laughs> we'll come back in, a, in three years to, to summate what happened with the dollars on those. Yes. Do you like cute dogs? Of course you do. We have a cute dog, and we'll share pictures of her if you listen to our podcast. We are Two Idiots and a Dog, and we talk about movies and other media. 
and post pictures of our dog, Kaiju. New episodes post weekly on podpage.com slash T-I-A-A-D media. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at T-I-A-A-D media and wherever fine podcasts are sold. So give us a listen. You wouldn't want to disappoint Kaiju. I love the name of their dog. I believe that, that was last that, week's that promo. That promo sounds familiar. Nobody it does. Saw, nobody we told don't. me otherwise. Well, no. So I pressed the button. <laughs> it's it's okay. Because you know what? Kaiju's a cool name for a dog. There you go. Well. You said there was no more Merman Minute, but I you surprised us I with had one. nothing. Oh, but now he's made now a list I of... Now I feel the need to defend Liam Neeson, Mm-mm. who I love. And I'm not ashamed Okay. You go, girl. Some of my favorites. Dark Man. Love Dark Love Man. Dark Directed Man. by Sam Raimi. It's, it's awesome. And then we've got Taken. One, two, and three. Which Terrible. Took, Maybe not three. Which took my brain and scrambled Although it. Although the third one had, what's his name? Forrest Whitaker. So, uh, there you go. so it should have been fantastic. Yeah. Should have been. I didn't mind it. Honest Thief, I actually liked. <laughs> okay. That was awful. Yeah, no, he was a former thief, and basically he was going straight, and then he basically gets uh, pulled into stuff. Then he lost his memory? Oh, no. No, he doesn't lose his memory. Did he uh, have a particular set of skills, though? Did somebody yeah, get kidnapped? Did oh. somebody get kidnapped? Like, uh, It might have been his girlfriend. I don't okay. Remember. Well, there's always somebody I'm kidnapped. I'm pretty sure there was crooked it. FBI in that one. In fact, I can almost predict every single movie someone gets kidnapped. Pretty much. Because even in this one, that girl got kidnapped. I can predict in every single movie that there's going to be a lot of dumb. Okay. <laughs> what else you got, Mark? Batman Begins. It was, that was excellent. Great. He was yep. awesome. He was. Yes, he was. Good guy. Spoiler alert slash bad guy. Yes. And it was sad that he didn't make it through the rest of the series. Uh, yeah, Schindler's List. How can you go wrong well, with that? Yeah, you can't. But that was a lifetime a ago. A lifetime ago. Uh, gangs in New York. Also, also a lifetime ago. Murray, you got to talk. What are your favorites from the last 10 years? Exactly. <laughs> We're not I, saying I, that- I love them all. <laughs> There was maybe one. I don't know. You there, get, there, there was like one in the last three years. I did not all. give a Mondo. Like one, just, one was a man. You gave him You all just gave this man. one a man. Yeah. <laughs> but a high man. It was almost a Mondo. There you but go. My <laughs> point is there are people in this world who love Liam Neeson. Who like and, old people and old fighting. Liam Neeson action movies, and I am one of them. All right. So well, he keeps. There. Maybe to Murray's point, he keeps making them, and people, people are paying him to them. do them. So obviously people are seeing them. Otherwise, yes. people would just stop hiring him. People can see crappy Adam Sandler comedies and Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. They can go to Liam Neeson movies. You know, okay, so here's a question. That's, that doesn't, that's that doesn't, not for that Murray. Doesn't, that doesn't mean any of them should be made. I, I agree. Now, but, made, okay, here's, here's... Do you run a studio? No, you don't. Okay, here's, here's a question, so though. So it's their choice. Here's a question, though. We know, Murray, you can't answer this. Okay. I also if you had to I choose, I also don't run a cigarette company. But what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? <laughs> they shouldn't be producing stuff either, just because there's an audience for it. Well, okay. It. So here's there's the question. That's that's a terrible, terrible way to look at the world. That's okay, the way but the that world works. But that's he he's right because if we really want to complain, we got to be more complaining about the MCU. I am. So tired of seeing another movie come out in that You're franchise too. Preach into the Yet choir. people are still buying it. Like, and, and we're going to be going to one. And this so weekend. people, people are, 
people see Liam Neeson movies, obviously, and people see MCU movies. It's not the movies I would choose to make if I owned a studio, Murray. But, you know, there it is. I also don't like seeing three-hour movies with subtitles, but you guys love those. That's, That's true. true. I love them. They are the best. There Especially if they're awesome. There you go. <laughs> Which quite often they are. Uh, they are not. Actually, I really love the fact that Murray gave some really good examples of Liam Neeson movies. I forgot how much I did love him. Yeah, there was a time. That it's time, cool. That time is past. <laughs> yeah, well, Al Pacino and Jack Nicholson aren't making that great, great movies either. You're right. You're right. <laughs> or Robert De Niro. I You're agree. Correct. Who makes pretty much only Robert De Niro now. makes garbage now. Actually, so does Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken makes pretty <laughs> so bad don't movies. Don't you be trashing Liam Neeson. He's well, doing what all the other guys do. But, but we're the only ones we're getting to see him lately. <laughs> we don't. We're not just trash and really Dude's gotta we trash make all trash, of them. We'll trash everybody. He's got to earn a living. We'll trash. He act, you, does he? Go back and listen uh, to the last, th- the last few that we've reviewed of Robert De Niro or Christopher Walken. They were not glowing. Or about Al Pacino. Them. <laughs> or Al Pacino especially. Hey, hey! Take a flamethrower to this place. Take a flamethrower to his acting. Okay, so the lists. I have a question. Yes. So we're talking about. True romance, because I promised Still. that I would go back and rewatch the scenes yeah. with Christopher Walken. And was it the character or was it the performance? So I have a question. All right. And it's a serious question. It's because Chris- it could, so it could, it so could, brilliant. it could, it could technically cause us to lose two people this week. Because I personally, even though you're saying Dennis Hopper, I rewatched the scene. I'm saying Chris Walken. And, and yeah. I know. You but just Dennis Hopper isn't. I'm not saying Dennis Hopper. No. Dennis Hopper was brilliant. No, I'm I know. Christopher Walken. I still think that Dennis Hopper yes. was more brilliant than Christopher Walken in that scene. I don't agree. Okay. So that's the qualms that I have. Because in my opinion, but then he because he's not mesmerizing, I still have to pick one of those two you're saying. Yes. Okay. So I'd pick Christopher Walken. Okay. Well, that makes me sad. I well, like your brother. <laughs> you wanted me. To, you wanted me. To, I, well, can I we go back and just not do that? Because I don't want to lose Gary Oldman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gary Oldman's gone. That's stupid. Well, okay. Well, you, you, could, you could you could use my other rule, which I just threw out there, which is a possibility, which would mean we'd lose them both. Because I actually thought someone who's not mesmerizing took out somebody who's mesmerizing, which, which I already, technically which means I, which I Christ- absolutely disagree with. <laughs> the, the performance, I, don't get me wrong, those were two titans going head to head in a scene. Yeah, I know. And it was, they were both genius. But see, if you would have just added Dennis it. Hopper on last week when I said he was it mesmerizing, then there, we wouldn't have lost anybody. Yeah, I wish I would Because you would have picked Christopher Walken. You would have picked Christopher Walken. I would have picked Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper and, and, and Gary then, Oldman would be safe. And then, But instead, I convinced you to rewatch it based on those two scenes. And then you're like, yeah, it Actually, was. Actually, generally, I like Gary Oldman better than Christopher Walken. Pretty much everything go. he does. Well, there you go. so are you switching your vote? I didn't see the Because that'll say, oh. I didn't see the movie. Okay, so we could get Gary Oldman back on the list. If Murray ever watches True Romance and thinks that Gary Oldman was more mesmerizing than Christopher Walken. There. We're putting it out there, Murray. In your spare time. You find it for me on a streaming service that I I will. I will. Well, I don't wish that movie on anybody because it's terrible. It is a very good movie. I liked it a lot. Probably one of the... I did look. I couldn't find any any service that I had. The acting is awful, aside from those. The acting is great. No. 
Christian Slater's annoying. I, I love, I love Christian Slater. Christian Slater. I love Christian good. Slater, but not in this movie. Pretty yeah, much he's everything. good. And I like uh, what's her name? What's her name? Very sister? well written movie. No, it's it's really not well it written. It is good. It's terrible. I liked it. It would be a rage for me. It is a mondo. It's rage. So heavy mondo. rage. All right, well, did we have anybody else we want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Al Pacino and see if we can get him on a doubted list? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can. You don't think so? I'm he's pretty sure we can. Stuff. He's made a lot yeah, of movies. Not recently, but he's done a lot of good Well, that's stuff. all about recently. Yeah, though, it's got to be the yeah, last but, ten, eight. Yeah, but is he, how many movies has he made in the last 20 years? Two? Oh, no, he's oh, made more than that. Okay, here we go. A lot more than that. We're talking Al Pacino for doubted. All right, let's 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 give it to me. Let's do uh, this well, quick. Right away, we have to stop. Yeah. He was at High End House Gucci. So. There you go, Mondo. <laughs> Mondo, and it's done. <laughs> and he was Mondo in it. And then he was also in The Irishman, so. Yeah, which I believe I gave Mondo. Did you really? I yeah, did. He did. But I gave it a rage, so. Uh, so, yeah, so he's only, he's only eight away from being doubted there, Jim. There you go. It's eight, eight more so Al Pacino does. Hey, what's the other one you listed he's off, He's only Murray? seven away from being undoubted. He listed, oh, Robert De Niro. Okay. De Niro. Oh. Yeah, that's, oh, let's see that. I don't remember seeing anything. No, because he was in The Irishman. Years. I gave it a Mondo. Oh. You don't even have to look. Damn. I want him on the doubt. Can we put list. Joe Pesci up for, me- for, is he not on our mesmerized list? I worked as, uh, let's move on. All right. We'll well, come, you don't and, want and another. Me- pr- the mesmerized list is just bloated. We can, <laughs> we got to knock it down before we start adding more people. We start talking about movies and, oh, what about is so-and-so? Yeah, he should be on the mesmerized list when we're trying to knock people off of the mesmerized list. It's this vicious snowball. We start talking and then all of a sudden we've got Some all people, people are just are- mesmerizing. And then you kind of want to have a mesmerize off to see who's more mesmerizing. It's like a revolving cycle in the washing machine. Blah, 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 blah. Spew. Something squirts out. Mm. It's all squirty and stuff. Squirty. Squirty and stuff. Yes. So all right. Well, I have another walking off. Oh! oh, really? Gimme, gimme more. Gimme more. Just like Britney Spears. Who versus who? In what? The prophecy. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Christopher Walken and Vigo Mortensen. Oh. Prophecy. Wait a minute. Is that? I don't know. All I know is they're both in it. Is it what? A movie? It's, people? It spawned like two more, two sequels. Is that I the horror know. movie? Yes. Though? I don't know. Oh, my God. I read the book. It's so good. I remember the movie when it came out, too. The movie was meh. Yeah, I have a feeling it wasn't. Hmm. Okay. There we go. That we will right be then. trying to catch that baby. I have nothing to say. Yeah, you, you, you just not with he, did, it. he didn't write me nothing. Huh. Apparently, what? last week we uh, Jim was supposed to watch, or they were supposed to watch Ballistic X versus Sever, and they had problems finding it. Yeah, I had troubles finding it. That's why I didn't write anything. So. But, you but then I found it after it. I created the agenda. So, so I was like, here's the thing. Last week, or it wasn't last week, two weeks ago on Rage or Dare. Yes. We were dared to see. Ballistic X versus Sever. That's right. For the two of us. Antonio Just Banderas and Lucy Liu. Versus yeah, Lucy, Lucy Liu Lee. in a battle of love. I love, love. Antonio Banderas. Yes. Antonio Banderas. All right, well, I guess we'll just jump into it. Ballistic X versus Sever. First off, that is the dumbest name for a film ever. 
It doesn't even accurately. It doesn't even accurately describe the movie. No. Secondly, this was terrible. And thirdly, what was this even about? I do not know why anyone is fighting. There's a bunch of subplots that don't make any sense and seem to add up to nothing. I was literally confused from scene one. The script was so bad with so many plot holes and so much bad dialogue, it leaves me asking how did this get made? Lucy Liu is at her absolute worst. And Antonio Banderas seemed like he was asleep for much of this. <sighs> and the fight sequences were clunky and awkward. This is a film that had nothing good in it. This was monumentally awful. This was a rage. There is one scene where there's a car driving down an alley and instead of going to the right and going around the car in front of it, they just plow into it for no reason and there's like a big explosion. It's like, why didn't you just pull the steering wheel to the right? You weren't like unconscious. You were you had plenty of time. Do you know the funniest? Is so dumb. Do you know the funniest thing about it is I also watched this with a group of people. Oh, and they were that scene. They all we all said this. Like, what is going on? We're like, what just happened there? It was this like this was the, such a rage. Oh my god! Well, wow. Lucy Liu's reveal is so dramatic, though. Murray, picture it: dark alley, spooky smoke. And hooded figure on a long pan shot. Ta-da! Now the fun begins. Of course, after Kung Fu Chops and other chopping stuff. It had so many long walking shots all the time. Just in case we don't know the scene is supposed to be dramatic. So what do they do? They make a low, slow panning shot and have the people walk in slow motion. They tried to manufacture so many things. But this had, this had one of the most masterful of all masterpieces. We get a flashback montage of a flashback to the prequel of the flashback montage with Antonio Banderas. I didn't even and know what was like, going on. And I'm like, wow, I'm hooked. Who knew that that was even possible? But they did it. Let me just repeat what I just said so everybody can understand. There was a flashback montage of a flashback to the prequel of the flashback montage. I'm just like, what? <laughs> when it happened, I was just like, I had to re rewind it three times to see what it was. I love how Lucy Liu is so good, but allows herself to be captured on film. And then I'm sure that was on purpose, right? Uh, sure. And then they found her so easily, but I, that was also on purpose, right? I don't know. And all the slow motion, so much explosions, so much dumb, uh, but at least we got more slow motion motion and slow motion motion action scenes, Murray. Like it was like they took an action scene and every time they were supposed to have action, they went slow motion. Mm, so that you couldn't miss action packed action again and again and again and again. It was so awkwardly shot that the, the, the action was just, it was bad. It yeah. looked like people like going in slow motion and yeah. going like, yeah, sort of play fighting. Like they were like, it was the rehearsal oh. 
for the action sequence. So they didn't really follow through with anything. Nope. It was like the rehearsal or, for the action or, or sequence. The, the, point, part that was, the part that I think was one of the pinnacle moments is when Antonio Banderas, or I like to call him Tony in this movie, Tony's chasing, chasing her around, and then she's about to escape, and then they have to fight each other. It was kind of like he's Did like he's the, I can't remember who said they have to fight each other. It was like oh we have That's to fight each point. other, and I'm just like what? She could just get away. Why are they fighting? It made no sense. But Murray, They're it was a very highly buddies. sexualized fight. Oh god! Well, which she could have escaped from. Believe it or not, I have seen this film. Oh, yeah, I saw I it in the theaters. Yeah, so yeah, did so I. Did I. So did I. Then yeah, I got to see so it again. she had no problem shooting everyone and everything, but just couldn't kill Tony. I'm like, what? Uh, and it, this, the motorcycle, the motorcycle car chases were filmed in slow mo too, and then they sped it up to walking speed. It was like the one time. They're, they're actually riding the motorcycle and it tipped over because they were going so slow. I'm just like, what? You could literally walk faster than the motorcycle was traveling. I want to watch another Dennis Rodman movie. Of, yeah, of me too. Of all the terrible in this awfully awful action train wreck of a movie, there was one cool motion scene. No, there was When this one dude got shot oh. off a building in slow motion, of course, and then he, they panned all the way down and showed him land on the ground uh, in one continuous shot on top of a car. It was actually a pretty cool shot. Mm. That was cool. Okay. Uh, but then everything else was awful. But uh, again, as Bryce had said, I was confused. Because Gan's kid is Tony's kid, and they never knew anything about everyone being alive, and no one knew anything, and Tony's wife hooks up with the villain, and everything is in a plan that took 10 years to transpire so they could put a chip in this kid's body when he's 10 or when they're 10. Cause up until that, they didn't have a way to apparently get chips across the border other than in a, it was just like, what? And then the CIA Nothing made couldn't sense. find a better way. I, you're just talking. It's all dumb. It was gibberish. The movie was crazy. I didn't find it hard to follow. I was so confused. Oh, the film was so, so convoluted, yeah. convenient, and nonsensical that even Tony's broody, pouty, saddy face and Lucy Liu's high, slow motion kicks could not save this film. It was completely awful. It was a rage. There you go. But Marie, you loved it? I have you seen it? it? Have you seen it recently? No, I saw it in the theaters. Okay. I, I do know it is on pretty much everybody's top five of worst movies ever like look up online anywhere anybody who ever made a list it's like in their top five of worst movies ever so whoever well whoever deserved. made that list knew what they were doing so yeah pretty much everybody agrees it's bad well bryce i have bad news for you because if you're looking for a dennis rodman movie it's yeah. your turn to pick all right uh, and you're gonna pick from the dare bag or my bag uh, you get a choice rage or dare i'm gonna go dare bag all right you're hoping for another Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman movie. movie. I don't know. That How many movies has he I made? I think we might have seen them all because we've seen like I think there's three, just two uh, or three. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe there's only two that we've watched. We've only watched two, yeah. You're going to be watching. <laughs> no. Yes, you will be watching it. That was a yes. That sounds like a yes because to me. Fast and the Furious 2. Oh, oh nice. Oh. Not just the original, but the second one. <laughs> Baby. I'm sure you won't have problems finding that. I have a feeling. Okay, now, do we have to check a rule here? 
This is the first Fast and the Furious he's watching on the show. Yeah. So I'll, can, I'll, are we allowed to make him watch all 10? <laughs> no. But he's the first one that's been dared by any of us. Yes, it's true. Okay, so let's get a clarification for moving forward here. Okay, if you get a Fast and the Furious movie, yes, you don't have to watch another one. Okay. But you haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> no. Other than the last one we saw in the theater. I've seen them all. Uh, and, a- and you're going to see at least one one of them twice. <laughs> you're getting the worst one, though. At any one rate, the worst one? Whatever. I don't, I don't even know. They're all freaking awful. Well, I think the third one didn't even have them in it. It was like it was in Tokyo or something, wasn't no, it? No, that's Tokyo Drift. That's the third one. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, the third one didn't even have... The like, third one's Bindies. actually pretty good. I you can imagine Bindies it's Bindies. better than the other one. You can I dare actually, me to see the third one. I've actually never seen the third one. For some reason, I've just... Passed by it. You saw. You went right from two to four. I then, did. then around five or six, they started bringing wrestlers into it. I'm not even sure why I it. saw four. Like, what is wrong with me? Why did we see all of them? I We've literally seen. seen them all. I haven't. Individually. Uh, no, well. Only one I sat through was the last one. All right. Fast and how'd and you feel about two. that? Eh. It was mad. Where is it from? Had its moments. Except for the car in space. Yeah. Car and duct tape. You know, you've jumped the shark. Sounds like a Bowie song in the making. Car in space with yeah. duct tape. All right. So Car in that's space. It. That's that. That's that. Oh, thanks, Rachel, for listening. Thanks, Extended Film Rage crew and family who you can find in our show notes. Find us everywhere at Film Rage YYC on social media. Uh, check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe. Or send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please, please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on! Rage on! Rage on.